Public Hearing, an Auburn City News podcast brought to you by the Auburn Plainsman. I'm Elizabeth Hurley, Community Editor for the Plainsman. I'm Evan Mielens, Assistant Community Editor for the Plainsman. Well, I hope you're doing all right, Evan, uh, especially after all that rain yesterday. Yeah, uh, yesterday was it was pretty ugly outside, pretty mm-hmm. rainy, um, but thank, thankfully it's done now. Yeah, and I mean, it even snowed in parts of the country. My yeah, that's what I heard. Snow. Yeah, you know, Will, we got our snow like two weeks ago, so... <laughs> snow air quotes you know (laughs) we got our what is it called flurry right (laughs) well another week another city council meeting uh it was quite a big meeting i'd say and we have quite a few big meetings in store for us the next uh couple of months but let's just focus on this week for right right now (laughs) but before we get started i did want to make a quick note that council member beth whitten was absent from the meeting uh as you might remember from our um episode a couple weeks ago with her uh she said that she has a she said that she had a work trip planned um, from several months ago. Right. So it kind of just so happened that this was a big meeting that she was in, uh, mm-hmm. uh, unable to attend. But uh, it was a trip that she really couldn't get out of. <laughs> right. Yeah. And the council can still do everything if they're just missing one member. Right. They just have to have a quorum. And so they have nine people. But a good thing to note, though, with a quorum, fun fact, uh, even if they have a quorum, which would be five, mm-hmm. uh, if they're... If they require a majority vote on something, the majority still has to be the majority of the council. So oh, in that okay. case, all five of them would still have to vote to approve something. Okay. I didn't know that. So it's not just a quor- – they just don't need a majority of the people present. They need a majority of the council. Mm-hmm. So they need a majority of nine, which is five. So right. if you have a quorum of five, you need everyone. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. First up, city manager Jim Buston announced the opening of a board position on the Board of Education. This position uh, opens as a current member's term is expiring. Uh, Mayor Ron Anders noted that the current member that holds this position is uh, thinking about and likely to seek to hold the position again. And the council does tend to favor incumbents, uh, but he still encouraged anyone that's interested uh, to apply for the position. That position will be appointed in April and will begin in June. Right. Um, After that was the consent agenda. Ward 2 Council Member Kelly Griswold removed two items from the consent agenda. But thinking more about it, um, I believe it would carry more weight if we mention that the citizens of Auburn want this as well. So I would like to propose some changing in the wording. Uh, in the first paragraph, the whereas part, to say whereas the city council of the city of Auburn desires to express its opposition to a proposed granite quarry known as Creekwood Resources LLC and support the opposition of Opelika and Lee County citizens. So what council member Griswold is doing there is he is trying to correct the language in the resolution that was um, to support Opelika in their opposition to the quarry, a new granite quarry that is uh, proposed to be built in their city. He changed the language so that it's not saying that the council or um, the city of Auburn are supporting them. It's saying that the people of Auburn, I think they may have said the citizens of Auburn, supports Opelika in their opposition. So it's just a little bit of a... A language change to the resolution, and that was about it. Yep, and that, of course, um, was approved. Uh, Council Member Griswold also, uh, Council Member Griswold also removed an item for a development agreement with the hub on campus, which that is the full name of the development. Uh, this proposed development is to be located off of Glen Avenue, so near downtown. Um, there is a, it is good to note there is an existing development on Sugar Jordan Parkway with a similar sounding name called the hub (laughs) but that development is not the same as this it's just a similar name (laughs) that was a little confusing when you read it it, i know 
Uh, this development agreement, uh, which the council did approve, is the first step in the process for a development to be built in the city. Uh, city manager Buston says that this development is undergoing the downtown design review process and has already had one meeting. And it can be built rather difficultly, but it can be built by right. What we are doing is, is as we have done with the other projects, um, making sure that the impact of this project uh, is, is at least considered and, and certain uh, infrastructure is increased at the cost of the developer. This development agreement is also ensuring that the development will continue to undergo the downtown design review process and will make uh, any necessary changes that the board recommends and that the city asks for as well. The council, like we said, did vote to approve this and two council members did abstain from the um, from the vote. The council then approved the rest of the consent agenda, which was one of the shortest ones we've ever really seen. Um, it included two tax abatements, one for CSP Technologies, who is investing $37.7 million in creating 10 new jobs, and Latte Chemicals, who is investing $5.2 million and created 10 new jobs in the city. The consent agenda also included a contract agreement with Progility Incorporated for the implementation of Microsoft's project server. Under ordinances, uh, there were several. And uh, the first up was the council approved the creation of two stop signs in the Woodward Oaks subdivision. Also under ordinances, the council approved a rezoning of 1.8 acres uh, at a property along North College Street. Uh, they rezoned it from a neighborhood conservation uh, district to a development district housing. Uh, Mayor Anders said that this piece of property was kind of an island piece mm -hmm. of property. Everything around it had already been rezoned. Yeah. And so it was kind of the only, it was like a... Just a little neighborhood conservation zone and a much other lot of other zones, including right. uh, development district housing. So the council went ahead and rezoned it because they felt that that was uh, most fair to the family that owned that property. Yeah. Um, so next up in ordinances um, was the long-awaited vote on the student housing moratorium. Yes, yeah, only been yeah. talking about it what. <laughs> Three months? <laughs> it's been a really, really long time. We've been talking about it um, at least since the Planning Commission approved it. I think it was in January they unanimous, mm -hmm. unanimously approved this ordinance to them. Um, I think it started in December, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, probably like the, the idea. Yeah, right, the discussion about all this. So it lasts for 90 days. So it's 90 days that um, no one can really continue to construct student housing within the city. Mm -hmm. Now, there are a few different exceptions to that. Uh, Jim Buston, city manager Jim Buston, told me that um, if you have a foundation permit for mm -hmm. your property, you can continue to build, but the city is not going to approve any new things um, for people to kind of begin construction and things like that. And so those that have a foundation permit would be like Uncommon Auburn. Right. Those kind of... Right. But it... Having a foundation permit doesn't necessarily mean that you have even laid any bricks. It's just the permit. Right. So, like, you can begin construction if you have the foundation permit. Yeah. So the council did approve this moratorium, which took effect immediately. So that means today it is actually into effect, and it goes until the end of May. Council member Brett Smith abstained from the vote for um, ethical and professional reasons. Uh, Smith is actually a practicing attorney. And he um, represents someone who is in the student housing business in mm -hmm. Auburn. So um, he felt it was maybe a conflict of interest. He was kind of given an opinion by um, city's ethics commission and someone from his local bar. 
organization, the Alabama Bar Association, mm-hmm. I think, and just they, they uh, kind of gave him. Told him not to vote. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, they just said, hey, you might not want to do this. <laughs> well, next up under resolutions uh, was the expansion of Sky Bar Cafe, which is located in downtown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you might remember this one from the last two council meetings. It's a resolution for conditional use. Um, the council members tabled it at the last two meetings because they felt they didn't have enough information to consider whether or not to approve this conditional use. At the last city council meeting, so the first meeting in uh, February, uh, council members were actually given that more information that they were looking for from a representative from uh, Skybar. So they tabled it again so that they could take a look at it all. Um, The council ultimately approved this project after the owner of the bar spoke about um, what the expansion is going to include, such as uh, more restrooms on the second floor, as well as a waterfall. Yeah, yeah. On a second floor. That seems mm-hmm. interesting. Pretty neat. Also, I think a fire pit. Yeah. Uh, something. <laughs> it is good to note that uh, council members Kelly Griswold and Tommy Dawson both abstained from this vote. Mm-hmm. So in the resolutions portion of the meeting was a road service use for the Auburn Bank location in downtown Auburn off of Gay Street. Auburn Bank is redesigning and rebuilding their headquarters in downtown Auburn. This road service use was to allow the bank to build a parking deck for their employees and customers. And that should definitely be interesting and something to look out for. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, so does that mean that we can't park there? Like, I don't use Auburn Bank, and, like, I have no reason to go there, but could I still just park there? <laughs> Unclear at okay. the moment, because the city kind of, at least in the past, has had an agreement with the bank mm-hmm. that after bank hours are over or on days when the bank is closed, like Sunday or, you know, like right. President's, we just had President's Day, banks mm-hmm. aren't open on President's Day, uh, that... That their parking lot is kind of like public parking. Okay. Um, but unclear yet. With the that would require essentially another agreement because it would be a new parking mm-hmm. structure. Okay. Hmm. The council also approved a public use request for the Lake Wilmore Community Center, which is to be located on Ogletree Road. Uh, this community center will include basketball courts, an outdoor pool, an indoor track, and a few other recreational items. Uh, this is the first of many expected parks and rec projects in the area. Uh, it is, I think, interesting to note that basketball is quite a popular sport <laughs> in the city. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why. Um, so there are a lot of kids that sign up to play basketball, and there right. are not enough courts in yeah. Auburn. Uh, so this uh, Mayor Anders said that this is going to add some courts for the kids. Well, so that's that good. We're able to have more kids participate yeah. in basketball. <laughs> The council also approved a road service use for an ice station on Shug Jordan Parkway and for Sons Ford Automotive Dealership, which is located on South College Street, but the road service use was for a location on East Veterans Boulevard. The council also approved an alcohol beverage license for several equestrian events happening later this month and in March. Uh, Normally, alcohol beverage licenses are approved under the consent agenda. However, this one was added under um, other business, so it came at the end of the meeting because it wasn't added to the agenda in time to be on the consent agenda. Mm-hmm. So it had to be approved uh, under other business. And they couldn't really wait for it to come up at the next meeting, because the next meeting is not till March. Yeah. And some of the equestrian events are in February. Mm. So they needed it <laughs> soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's about it for today. We hope that all of our listeners learned a little bit more about the uh, most recent council meeting. Yeah, you know, this was a, a really big city council meeting, like you said. Um A lot of important stuff went down, and there's a lot of other important stuff coming up. Um, So they do have a 
a few big votes um, at their next meeting. Um, at the next meeting, the members will vote on an ordinance to raise the mayor's salary and the council member's salary as well. If approved, those would take effect with the next council in 2022. So they're not necessarily voting to just like increase their, <laughs> their <own> pay. pay. <laughs> right. It's going to be um, when the next council. So if they are reelected, right, then they would. Right. Yeah. Mayor Anders also noted that uh, more information about the Auburn 2040 plan is expected mm-hmm. to come out within the next uh, about a week or so. Yeah. Uh, every about 20 years, the city, uh, this is a community-led event that the city staff backs and kind of helps to mm-hmm. coordinate and organize. And the uh, These plans are done about every 20 or so years, mm-hmm. and it's kind of an outline of the city's goals and what they what community members want to see the city do, how they want to see it grow all that kind of a stuff right. and then that's kind of the overarching plan idea that the city tries to follow with other projects that they add so at you know yeah like back I mean, with the 2020 plan there was a lot like people wanted more parks and rec stuff so well here we are <laughs> yeah but i mean it doesn't mean like oh if something is on the 2040 plan it's not like this is going to happen you know right exactly it's just kind of a set of ideals um, right that people are hoping to get um, and then they kind of also then go back and exam- examine themselves and say, okay, mm-hmm. well, we had these. How many of these did we meet? How many of these did, did we not meet? Why didn't we meet them? Do we want to try to continue yeah, to yeah. meet them? That type of a thing. Mm-hmm. And the Plainsman will be right there for you getting all the information you need. Pick up a print copy Thursday mornings or visit theplainsman.com for 24-7 news coverage. We'd like to thank Weagle for allowing us to borrow their studio. You can find our podcast and other Plainsman podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. I'm Elizabeth Hurley. And I'm Evan Mielens. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe to the Auburn Plainsman's Podcast Network. Join us next week for the next episode of Public Hearing.